Yeah, I think the first time I started to feel shit about myself was in first year. Like, proper shit about myself. Because mm. I have really blonde eyelashes and eyebrows. And, like, I remember this girl used to slag me being like, oh, no eyebrows, no eyebrows. And that was, like, my first really big insecurity. Mm. I shaved my eyebrows off in first year. You shaved them off? <laughs> like, God. It's like, you get slagged for having no eyebrows, so you shave them off. So I could, yeah, so I could draw them on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's how your tattoo career started. <laughs> You're not seeing any pictures of me in first year with no, no eyebrows. No. I swear to God, my mom would be like, Jesus, what have you done? Because I, I came down, nothing. And it wasn't even like, you know the way when people um, shave their eyebrows off and they leave like half? Yeah. So like I had like just like maybe one or two hairs. But that was the, the start of... Now, when I was younger, I was a tubby kid. Mm. And I used to like look in the mirror and I'd be like, oh, so fat, so fat. And like mm. I'd slag myself. But I think it was when I came into first year... And, you know, everyone's, like, you know, wearing tan and everyone, like, you kind of become more mature, obviously. Yeah. That's probably the first time where I was, like, really insecure about something on my body. It was my eyebrows. Mm. Other than my pop belly when I was a kid. But, like, <laughs> I feel like everyone had a little bit of a belly when they were a kid. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Um, and how did, it, how did it transpire then throughout your, like, as you were a yussie, no? Um, I didn't see myself. <laughs> You were a yussie, no? No. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I wouldn't have said so, but like, I mean, the yelly yuss page is like, I think I, I had like a photo on it and I was like, I have made it. Yeah. But still, then it's like at that young age, there's that pressure. Do you know, it's like mm-hmm. that really like horrible pressure of like going to Wes and, you know, wanting to have the best outfit there. And it, I think Instagram coming was amazing but also when it turned into what it is now it's like if I had that when I was in first year I'd be fucked Mm. do you know what I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't uh I wouldn't have been able to survive because even back then when you're going to Wes and you're putting up photos like you're always constantly comparing so I think it was like first year when it really like kicked in of like the insecurities Mm. what about yourself uh I actually never had as a child I never had any problems with the way I looked because when I was brought up, people would look at me, Ellie and Saoirse, like three Aryan princesses with the bleached blood. Like we had peroxide white hair and like piercing blue eyes. So we'd be constantly told how beautiful we were, but it was never anything else. It was always like, this is what your worth is, how pretty you are. And we're getting so much attention because imagine seeing three girls who look identical are all around the same age, like looking the same. Mm. You'd be like, wow, your kids are so cute. Mm. Um, and we were all we were always too distracted. Like, to be honest, I was way too distracted to be thinking about what I looked like. And my parents were never there. So a lot of I know a lot of people in the Instagram uh, questions box were saying that they had a lot of influence from their mom because their mom was really insecure. And they'd be looking at themselves in the mirror just like their mom was and like grabbing their fat or, you know, poking at their face or maybe getting Botox or whatever, like mm. and wanting to change her face so they'd see that and think it wouldn't like themselves either whereas my my mom like (laughs) my mom has she got someone to take a picture of her and she printed it out and framed it in her own house it's my favorite photo ever like she's sitting on a window ledge and like she's such a babe i love her so much like i love keelan's mommy so much like so much and she's sitting and she has her like arms like around her legs and i was like to keelan doesn't she have this print and she was like oh beside us end a candle literally in her own in a frame in her own graph (laughs) so like i grew up with that and my parents also have an air about them where they don't care what anyone else thinks. So uh, we had a lot of that where we maybe we we acted out or we were probably a bit horrible as well. Because I literally, to the extent where it would hurt other people, I did not give a fuck what anyone thought about me. Mm. So I was just kind of like, it's me and my family against the world. Um, but then once you obviously get to a teenager um, and I think once my parents split up, it was like crisis mode. I thought because I was the eldest daughter as well. I'm going to, you know, a man's going to leave me now. Like if I don't keep up or if I'm not as beautiful all the time or mm. if I'm not like completely polite and nice to him, he's going to leave me randomly one day and my hair will be broken after having four kids and I'm married for 25 years. <laughs> um, Jeez. Oh, uh, anyway, so, and I was comparing myself a lot to then the girls. I was in an all-girls school. I was comparing myself to girls around me. 
while also figuring out my sexuality. So it was like a myriad of things all together where I was like, I think I'm a lesbian and I also want approval off boys and I want to be with someone for the rest of my life, but I don't believe in love anymore. So it was all of that. And I think because I was in such a crisis, I am very, very lucky. I never had an issue with like my body or anything. Um, whereas I think my, no, I don't want to talk about their experiences, but like people really close to me have. And uh, I think I got away lucky with that one. Um, but then obviously I started like getting attention off of boys because I grew tits. <laughs> I got tits then and again like I was when I was a child I was getting approval and I was getting the validation from my looks and that was my value and my worth so I was like okay so I can keep this up that's really easy but then I realized I wasn't getting anything from my parents then so I was like okay maybe a a academic validation will do um but it still is never enough because the only person you're trying to impress is actually yourself Mm. like you could see you could have um, you know when you set yourself challenges when you're a girl as well when you're like I'm gonna get with this person yeah and to see if they you know I'm gonna do all this and get yeah, with it yeah. and then you realize you don't even like them at yeah. the end of it so uh and then you feel empty and shit and like numb about it afterwards because the only person you're trying to impress is yourself or the person that you're trying to um fulfill is like just yourself rather than you're not going to get that from attention from other people um but yeah, and also it was hard being at school, especially in an all-girls school, the circle that you surround yourself with. When you're a teenager and when you're a teenage girl, you go through a transition, a transitional period where you're hitting puberty and you're, you have an influx of all these negative emotions and negative hormones. Yeah. Apparently women go through this ch- negative shift in their life where they have an influx of all these negative things going on. So these hormones make you feel shit about yourself. Maybe you start on um, contraceptive or you start getting your period you start looking at yourself bombarded with advertisements and like comparing yourself to to models so you're feeling shit about yourself and you feel so bad that you're taking it out on everyone apparently you never feel the same way as you did before then as a woman so when once you go through that shift you're not it's not that you got rid of all those negative emotions it's just that you learned how to deal with them yeah um I feel like when I was like when I started on the pill because my mom said like there was like a change in me at a certain age where she was like you were such a happy kid you didn't care about anything you were always smiling laughing la la even though, like I like looking back say you said you know people were always saying that you were stunning as a child like I was like the complete opposite like I was like a tomboy like I like all I did was dress in boys clothes like I was very much like never really got that kind of compliments of like oh she's such a gorgeous child like I had I had three front teeth I had a, I had a tooth growing like in front of my two front teeth so I had three front teeth I was that kid <laughs> I was that kid in school but um when I went on the pill I definitely like my boobs got so big that my mom was like oh like I fully will bring you to get a breast reduction yeah and like I got really like like I wasn't like fat fat yeah. but I was like big yeah I was bigger and everything about me changed like and I was on that contraceptive like I changed the I changed the actual um brand of it but I was on contraceptive for ages and then finally when I came off it I actually started to feel myself again and I th- I was on that since like 14 till about 19 mm. that's five years of being on that so when I came off it I started to feel myself again but then I dropped and lost loads of weight so I lost all the boobs that I had it was bizarre I became really, really thin. And then that's, again, I got like triggered into another like obsessive thing of weight where I still wasn't happy with myself because I was like, oh my God, now I don't have any boobs. Mm. There's nothing like, people would always go, oh my God, but your boobs are so big. Like you feel like, I'm so jealous. And I'm like, no, I'm so insecure about that. But like people were like giving me validation from having like really big boobs then. So then when I lost loads of weight and lost my boobs, I was like, oh my God, now I'm like, I'm really skinny, but, and I have no boobs. So like, I'm not getting any validation from anyone now. Cause when I was bigger, it was like, oh my God, you have big boobs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then, um, yeah, like I'll never forget. Like when I was in school, like, like I had to go to like next to buy bras and stuff, but I'm not saying there's anything wrong with next, but like, you know, everyone was wearing their lovely little pennies bras. Like I had to go, my mom had to bring me to next to buy my swimsuits, (laughs) (laughs) like full on, like, elderly woman swimsuits because my boobs were so big that they didn't fit anything but it was when I went on the pill especially is 
I think when all of my insecurities surfaced mm. definitely yeah like I have severe body dysmorphia like I look at you guys and I was like oh my god they're so confident mm. like they're so like when I first met Ellie Keelan and Saoirse I was like I need to be more like them and remember like I used to be like insecure to put up a photo on Instagram mm. remember I'd be like oh no 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 I can't do that and you'd be yeah. like fucking stand there let me take a photo of you and Ellie would be like what you don't want to celebrate your good looks what's yeah. wrong with you yeah. and my mom like when we look, in the, look at ourselves in the mirror my mom would literally elbow us out of the way and be like let me look at myself and she'd go I'm fucking gorgeous lads I am fucking I'm fucking gorgeous and it's the fact it's not even the fact it's like you can be conventionally beautiful yeah of course and like everyone um appreciates that but it's she literally is just appreciating the way she looks in particular like the way she is it's you know what i mean oh, so she wasn't saying it to you guys no 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 it's just yeah so she's she's literally like just celebrate what you look like and every time if we're dressed up nice and we look really nice she's like jeez you get it from me oh um, yeah <laughs> but that's probably why you guys are so good at making everyone else feel better yeah because if you're aware of that and you're if your mom's not like oh yeah like you look so hot mm. like you guys are <clears throat> I said it to JJ the other day. I was like, every time I'm with you guys, I always feel so good about myself after. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, like I'll never forget um, you guys just like standing on like the side of the road being like, take a picture of me. <laughs> and like, like bursting out, like throwing shapes with the, with the looks. And I'd be looking at you guys going, this is like when I first met you, it's being yeah. like, this is mad. Like I, cause I remember like the group of girls that I was in before, like it was like, you'd kind of be like, judged if you were taking like a selfie or like if you if you ask someone to take a picture of you on your own it would kind of be like um okay but like you guys would be like let me take a picture of you Mm. and that's where I got loads of my confidence my mom said this the other day remember I said this to you my mom said this the other day that I got loads of my confidence when I met you sure I was the most confident I ever had been when I had my mullet yeah and I literally looked like Rod Stewart (laughs) (laughs) with a gold tooth gold tooth and a mullet and I was the most confident. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I was just like, woo. But obviously then, like, I don't know. I, I go through these these phases. Yeah. But that was, I was purely because I was living in London with you, just you. And I was getting that validation from you all the time. You're like, take a picture of me. I'll take a picture of you in the middle, uh, on in public. Yeah. And I just, I was so like, how, like, where did you guys get that from? But obviously it is from your mom. Mm. But you're so good at like projecting that on others, I think. Yeah. Well, it's because when, I, like me and Ellie both went to the same all girls secondary school. And when you're a teenager, you do spend a lot of your time with friends. It's like you, you know, lean away from the family and you're like creating your own circle Mm. and you do see yourself through the lens of the people that you surround yourself with so when you're with other girls who are feeling insecure and not liking who I could not believe it that the amount of girls that were like oh I'm not eating carbs and I've stopped eating bread and like that's what we talk about at lunchtime and that's not me being like I'm not like other girls like you know, I eat hamburgers and I hang out with the boys. No, like, I love I love women. Like, I would be more offended if a woman insulted me than a man. I literally don't give a fuck what a man thinks of me at all. But I want every woman to like me because I love women. God, I'm a lesbian. Reveal. Uh-oh. Um, Spoiler. Yeah. And then, so... I I and I know I know people can think it's like really shallow or frivolous to talk about insecurities or like what you look like all the time but I don't think it is because people literally lose their lives over it like mm. people kill themselves to look the way they want and they're still never happy with themselves but um it was just really sad because there was loads of girls who felt shit about themselves so they'd want you to feel shit about yourself too you know what I mean? Like, even if I was laughing or having fun, you'd get dirty looks. Mm. And I would never be able to behave the way I do now in secondary school. But that's just because everyone felt shit about themselves. It's not because they actually didn't like you. It's just because um, they wanted to feel better about themselves. Yeah, it's all like competition as well. Yeah. Like, I remember when I lost loads of weight. This was like, I'd say I was like 20. I lost like a shit ton of weight because I had like severe body dysmorphia to the point where like I was going to the gym like three times a day if I could. If I could make it three times a day, I'd go, I'd go in the morning, then I'd like do my whatever eight hour day and then I'd go after. Mm. And I was losing so, so much weight, but everyone was telling me how good I looked or else like they wouldn't say anything at all. But like not to the point where... It wasn't like, oh God, like we're not going to compliment her because she will get it, think that it looks good. It was like a jealousy. Yeah, like yeah. people would literally like be like, you look so good. Or it would be kind of like a, if, cause I had abs, I had like really like intense abs. Like you could see them like 
literally threw a t-shirt they were so good mm. so good like <laughs> kind of miss her to be honest <laughs> but I was so like thin and to- toned but I was so unhappy yeah and I remember just like everyone I always knew that like people were talking about me in a way and it wasn't like a oh my god she looks so good it'd be like oh she's so toned like they were so jealous of it mm. but it was never like nowadays like I obviously like I don't go to the gym twice a day I don't have the time for that but I'm I am happier in my body because I don't feel that pressure but also it's like I feel I always get scared that if I do lose weight again people are going to compliment it and then that mm. it will trigger the cycle of the whole thing like gyms are so triggering for me because it reminds me of that time but it's the thing of girls at any age still certain types of girls where they like or is it an Irish thing I don't know that Mm -hmm. like if you're doing good like we said in our last podcast they're jealous of you they can't like be like oh my god that's amazing like I know if one of my friends like if you lost loads and loads of weight randomly I wouldn't turn around being like you look so so good I'd be like is everything okay here? Yeah. You look like, I'm like, are you meaning to do this? Like, I would bring it up because I'm so sensitive to that subject. But I remember just back then, everyone was like, you look so good. Or else it would be like rolling their eyes. Mm. It would never kind of, like, no one would come to you and be like, oh, like, are, are you okay? Like how, like, how are you feeling? Like, is there is there something going on? Mm. But I obviously, like, I'm surrounding myself with people around me that would notice that now. And that would, it was easier to talk to but like back then even in the school days like it would be that conversation at lunch and it's like oh yeah I'm going on a diet and they'd come in with their like salads and yeah. then you'd feel guilty that you're eating a fucking kinder bueno from the fucking vending machine yeah do you know what I mean mm. I don't know I just, it's something that I always think back on and I'm like if only I had the people around me now because like if I turned around to you and I was just like oh I'm so fat you would never be like, oh, come to a gym class with me tonight. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You'd be like, give over, here's some chili cheese bites. Like, like Keelan brings me gifts of chili cheese bites, even though I have body dysmorphia. And I'm like, I'm not careful over what I eat. Yeah. But like, if you knew that I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling so insecure, you wouldn't like not bring me sweets. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, she's watching her weight at the moment. Yeah. I can't bring her any sweets. Yeah. <laughs> no chili cheese bites for you. <laughs> But like I'm bringing it back to my mom. In fairness, now love her deluded level of confidence, obsessed. But like today we were talking to the neighbor. She's like, "Go on, Caitlin, show them your belly. Lift your top up." She goes, then she goes, "She's fucking huge for 23 weeks. She's fucking huge, lads." (laughs) And I was like. I was like, no, I don't though. Like, I actually like I'm small enough. You, sorry, you look exactly like me after eating a pizza. I've discussed this how many times. I can push out my belly really well. If we did a side by side photo, you'd be like, mm, I don't know, maybe her. I don't think she is. Like, your belly is tiny. It's only when you push out, but like, you you're not like you don't push out all the time. Like when yeah. you're walking around with like. If you answer the door to someone and they didn't know that you're pregnant, they didn't know who you were, they would never think you're pregnant. Yeah. Even if you're just wearing like a belly top. You're wearing a belly top the other day and it was fully like, no, it was me after a pizza. <laughs> like, does that make you feel insecure though? If she, if she says like, you're fucking huge. Oh no, I'm so immune to like, I'm immune to comments from other people about my appearance mm. because I know that it literally is just a projection of what other people think of themselves. Absolutely. I, I actually, I don't know how I'm so... Oh my god, I'm so blessed. I'm maybe the only person I would care about is probably like boyfriends, yeah, or something. But I've always just been like, I literally don't care what you think that I look like. Even if someone's like, "Uh, you're so, you're actually so ugly," I'm just like, okay, yeah, okay. Like it doesn't change my life at all. I would get so offended though if someone was like, "You're not as smart as you think you are," or "You're really annoying," or something like, because those are things that you can't really change. And it's also something that I value more than looks from other people Mm. like I value someone who is funny and nice and caring and intelligent and if someone uh, attacks one of those traits about me then I'm like oh my god I'm I don't have any Mm. anything to offer um but no I don't get offended at all when my mom says stuff like that because she's only like she's only met like she doesn't she's she's having a laugh yeah she's having a laugh and like yesterday I was like mom you should see my nipples like they're huge she goes oh geez I'd say they're like fucking plates But I remember, oh like, goodness. she's so... Because I'm... So, it's so good having a good relationship with your parents where you're close enough to them mm. to talk about anything. Because, like, I showed her a picture of my nude, like, when a few weeks ago to show her my bump. She was like, 
Caelan, the tits. Where did they come from? <laughs> you have huge. Uh, they're he- fucking huge. Like, but the fact that, like, my body right now is like, I'm a transformer. Like, I, I don't understand how it's functioning in this way. I can move, I can feel another human being moving around inside me. Oh my God. She winded me yesterday, punched me in the di- diaphragm. And there is dried colostrum pus coming out of my nipples and it's like constantly around me. And I just know, like I could be in public and I'm just like, oh, my nipple just leaked. Mommy's milk. And I'm like, do you think people know? No. <laughs> like there's so much more that goes into um, uh, pregnancy than I actually thought. But this is the only time where I've been so conscious of my body changing. Like mm. my, because my weight did fluctuate a lot. Because you know when you're early, in early, early 20s and it's like oh, yeah. you're one size this week and another size the next. But mm. it's the same with your menstrual cycle, I'd say, because you're like bloated than not. But it was the same with my tits because they would like go up in size and down. But I also don't eat when I'm stressed or depressed. Mm. Stressed, depressed. And that's one thing my mom would be like, Handy! Handy, <laughs> you're not hungry! <laughs> either like you know when people stress eat I don't know I definitely don't even like if I'm doing a really busy day in work I don't eat I used to we used to chain smoke though as well yeah I feel like since we don't really smoke that much anymore like I still smoke when I'm drinking but I don't smoke like we me and Kilan used to wake up have a smoke and a coffee Mm. in the morning and I don't drink coffee and you shit your brains out with that yeah oh my god yeah that's why we were so skinny I think I was bigger though in London because we were just eating so much oh, shite. Yeah. I miss the food we ate though. Yeah. I love, because I love food. So I never mm. be like, watch my watch what I'm eating because I love it too much. Mm. And yeah, I think because I'm vegan as well, there's a certain point where and my body is like functioning properly. Like people have disorders where they it's like really hard to actually lose weight. Mm. So that's awful. But um, because there's such a stigma around it. But like I literally would never look at someone's body and be like, oh, Jesus, they're looking a bit chunky. Yeah. Like I never know. That's why when people are like, I'm so fat. I'm like, I would literally never notice that about you at all. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not something that you would. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like yeah. I have, I sleep eat. So oh, yeah. I actually have that condition where you can't lose weight. I get up in the morning. In, sorry, I get up during the night. Well, I'd get up in the morning, right? And this is like when I lived back in my mom's gaff. And I'd go downstairs and I'd see like there's like crumbs all over the place. And my mom would be like, Jesus, Emer, you did it again. And I'd be like, what? What did I do? And I get up during the night. This is no word of a lie. Get up during the night and I make food and I don't remember it in the morning. And since like moving in with JJ, like he thinks it's like the funniest thing ever. Once when I was staying in JJ's like like parents gaff before I woke up and there was like a Domino's box at the end of the bed with like dough balls and like Domino's and I ate a dough ball in my sleep and I started choking (laughs) (laughs) and I was like full on choking to the point where I actually woke myself up and I was chewing like I had about two dough balls in my mouth like so bad and then I said it to JJ the next day and he goes served you right you ate all the fucking Domino's last night (laughs) but like I actually like I feel like that's what I would be so much smaller if I didn't sleep eat it's gotten so much better now it happens a lot if I go out Mm. and it's like um my blood sugars like I I would wake up during the night with like hunger hunger pains Mm. but like genuinely would remember in uh in London when you do your toilet you'd go to the toilet toilet. you know you go to do your toilet like stamping down to take a piss. Oh my god, when I run, when yeah, I run. So Keelan used to like do this like stamping like run whenever she got up to go for a piss during the night. And Kim was staying over. She came from Dublin. She was staying over a night. And I was like to Kim, wait until you see Keelan's like big running to the toilet during the night. She proper like stamps down. So Kim was sleep- sleeping on the floor and uh, she get so she heard like this big thump, 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 thump. And like we lived on the top floor. So there was like what, three flights of stairs. Yeah. And uh she she looked up and she saw that my side of the bed was empty. And then she was like, Emer, I heard the big thump thump. And I was like, did Keely get up for a bitch? She goes, no, it was fucking you. You came in with crackers and went back to sleep. No recollection at all. But that's something that I, like, I think is funny now. And I wouldn't try, like, stop it. I mean, as I said, session does encourage my sleep eating. Mm. But there are people like my mom's like, well, that's obviously if, if you're looking to lose weight, like that's why you don't lose weight. But I don't like I never count calories or anything like that. But I am very triggered by my weight. Mm. And that's like it's just such an unfortunate thing. Like body dysmorphia is just it's horrific. Like mm. it's so bad. And it's like, 
one remember when you text me saying that we're doing this podcast and I go unreal because I can't wait to vent because I was looking at myself in the mirror being like right Botox lip fillers eye lift let's get new extensions everything but now I feel fine today Mm. do you know I feel fine but I'm so jealous that you've never experienced that like whole you know looking at yourself in the mirror grabbing your belly going I'm so fat Mm. because it's that's not really heard of as well as like girls this age like that you've never been through that stage of like body dysmorphia in some stage of your life. I know. And I think maybe it could be an older sister thing because mm. looking at your younger sisters and you love them so much, you want to kill them. Yeah. And you never want them to have a negative thought about themselves. Mm. And because we look so alike. Uh, I probably did at some stage while I was growing up be like, why do I look like this? And they still look like that. But I was just growing up and it's natural Mm. but I was always so thankful um when I could like move because I hate when I'm sick you know when you're sick and you're like bed bound yeah it would literally drive me insane because you know the way I'm like wake up at 6 a.m get my chores done like Like, if I if I can't do that I go insane like when I was bed bound when I was in my first trimester because I was so sick it made me so sad like I was really I was really sad I was I I thought I had antenatal depression like I fully thought that I had antenatal depression I know you're pregnant yeah, I knew I was oh, pregnant and I was calling my GP and everything and I was like, something's not right. Like, something's really not right. And they were like, well, how are you? And I was like, I just can't get out of bed. And they were like, why? And I was like, I feel too sick. And they were like, it gets better in the second trimester. Oh, don't worry. And now I'm fucking buzzing around. Yeah, fucking sorry. Buzzing around. <laughs> like, I like run a marathon. You know, I did one day. Last week, I did 20,000 steps. Like, no. And I was like, what did I even do? And that's before I wake up. Like, this is the thing. What she does is, like, I, as I said to you the other day, you'd send me a message at like, I don't know and I'd check my phone and it'd be like four four hours to go five yeah. hours to go I'm like oh, Jesus Christ Keelan was up during the night and then I check and it's like seven o'clock in the morning and I'm like I wake up at like half twelve if I'm not in work and Keelan's like yeah so I've just been to Spain and back and I'm now just cleaning my gaff and I'm like oh my god like you I, I think you're actually more active now that you're pregnant yeah. you have so much more like you're like so I went to Tesco I bought a scrubber and I'm scrubbing the gaff I just put a wash on now hanging the wash and down now I'm walking peanuts like it's crazy do you think that when you start to get bigger and bigger it's gonna feel frustrating for you that you're not gonna be able to do all the things that you used to do oh yeah like, oh no I'll be gonna- freaked yeah, like, like how, how are you going to cope with that? And as well, I w- I'm going to get so much FOMO not being able to do things. Mm. And also, because my uh, work is so online, it's a, I'm so chronically online, that, you know, you have, like, an envision in your head where you're like, I'm going to do this video this summer. And all the YouTubers I watch, they're all tiny and, like, doing yoga and, like, living in the forest or whatever. Mm. And I'm just going to be huge, like... <laughs> getting Jason to to fan me and like but the thing is it's like you're huge but you're not used to it so it's like adjusting to this weight and also your mobility is limited because there's a child in you and my nipples are going to be leaking and I'm going to be sweating and like I don't want to get a hammer you know I might have thrush or something oh yeah stupid your toenails I won't be able to see my vagina 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 <laughs> I can't see my vagina now because my boobs are too big like I can't I have to get Jason to take a photo your boobs are bigger than your belly yeah yeah my tits are like literally overpowering literally um, now one thing I was always scared of was, was my tits sagging but I think uh, the security blanket of having Jason as a partner like I said earlier you surrounding yourself you see yourself with, through the lens of the people you surround yourself with mm-hmm. Jason is like the most loving um, I can't describe it he just really it's never based on my looks and he's like I will literally love you no matter what you look like and I know I know that already whereas Mm. you know when your past boyfriends they kind of say it they're like no of course I'd love you if you were a worm but they don't actually (laughs) you know you know they don't mean it or something or there's always like a underlying anxiety that they're gonna leave you for someone prettier or like better looking than you um because obviously when my parents split up I was really like I need to be with a man otherwise I'm not worth anything Whereas with Jason, I'm just like, I feel my best, I'm my most confident and I know that I can like leak nipple juice all over him and he's gonna still going to be like, I have a boner, do you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, when I got with JJ, that's when I had my mullet. And that's like, I, I don't know, I look back on that stage and I'm like, ew, ugly <laughs> stage. A lot of people thought it was cool. Like, mm. it was a cool stage. But like, thinking like he knew me before I had a mullet, but like, I think I look back on it and I'm like oh my god the time that I had a mullet and was like wearing a gold tooth and pimp coats <laughs> like <laughs> pimp 
coats. He was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with you. Like you are yeah. amazing. And that's like, that was, the, I think the biggest validation for me in any relationship, because I was always so conscious about how I looked and, you know, what I was wearing. And it was always to do with the big long hair and the extensions. And like, it was the time where like, and he was like my really good friend before we got together. So like, he's seen me with the long hair. He's seen me with this, but like when I was, you know, had my mullet and, um, was really, really like, didn't give a fuck. He was like, I am obsessed with you. Like, you're amazing. I love you. And I was like, that was definitely the biggest validation for me because I know that feeling of like, you're like, oh, to your ex-boyfriends, you're like, oh yeah, like, would you still love me if I was bald? They'd be like, no. <laughs> or they'd go, yeah. And like, the thing is like, because like, me and you are kind of chaotic in that way that like, like we, that could happen. we could do that. Like we could, like I can wake up one day and be like, I'm going to cut off my hair. Like I, when I was in like sixth year or something, sorry, not sixth year, maybe fourth year, Miley Cyrus had just cut off oh, her hair. Of course you're straight on it. Oh, I shaved the side of my head because my mom wouldn't let me do the whole head. So I got a undercut. Oh yeah. Undercut. I but like, I'm so chaotic like that, that I probably would, but it's just so nice that when I look back on the times that I had that mullet and I, you know, think it was my like bad stage, mm that's when like JJ was like I love you you're yeah. amazing so then now I'm like I could literally say you know nothing wrong with being bald I'm saying I could you know get implants in my head and dye my eyeballs black and he'd still be like yeah you're amazing oh, I have that validation now yeah. I'm like I could because I, I again look back on that stage and I'm like oh my god ew but he was like yum love he you was like, yummy. yummy yeah i think if someone's able to love you when the whole world is telling you you're unlovable or it's like you're the complete opposite of the set beauty standard at that stage it's like 100 validation yeah. you don't need it at all yeah. and if you can love yourself when at that point too you'll never need to um rely on anyone I suppose like yeah. when I used to feel shit about like obviously I know I've been saying this whole podcast like guys I actually I actually love myself yeah, obviously I've I gone through amazing. yeah I was like I actually am so hot right now but um obviously I've gone through phases of not like like not liking the way I look you know but it only it's is normal. for yes yeah, it's, it's for a short period of time and what I used to always say is like oh I'm just gonna put on tan put a fresh thing of bleach like bleach my but that was so much work I was putting in to myself to make myself like myself yeah wait was that a good sentence yeah that, no that's so right because like yeah. even the other day like i freshly bleached my hair freshly bleached my eyebrows yeah and i was like oh my god it's literally like heroin you're like yeah. on a buzz and you're like i'm, a, I'm an unstoppable i've never yeah. done heroin obviously but like <laughs> do you know what i mean it's a, it's a saying um but it's like honestly i felt like on top of the world but it's still sad that i had to do that to feel yeah. on top of the world yeah put on a layer of tan and do my eyebrows and like Emer after we got our lips done, no stop. Unstoppable. Oh, stop. Oh stop. <laughs> Unstoppable. <laughs> it's like we're we're killing your mom when you got your lips oh, done. Oh no. My mom when I got my lips done. FaceTime. She goes, Jesus fucking Christ, you've after ruined your face. <laughs> what the fuck? She goes, What the fuck did you do? I'm and so- this is when they were like swollen. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do now. Like, Jesus Christ, Bridget. But, like, most of the time, if they weren't swollen, she wouldn't notice. See, she wouldn't notice. Yeah. But um, that was just because... That was... It, it literally is because I didn't have the validation of a man. So yeah. I, I fully needed to, like, get everything done to feel loved. Mm. But, like, it was just in the middle of lockdown and I wasn't getting enough attention. Yeah, I think... Yeah, and I think it was, like, such a... Like, a phase as well. Yeah. It's such a phase that people go through. Like, I'm so, like... When I'm older, yes, if I want to get work done, I will. Yeah. I'm so open to that. But um, now, I definitely, I, I'd i say me a year ago would more likely to be like, yeah, I'm going to go and like get a fox eyebrow lift now. And like, I probably would have. But I'm not saying you obviously need validation from a male or you have to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend to make you feel good. But when you are with someone who can fill that void for you and like when they're saying you're amazing you're beautiful this is going back to what I was saying like you don't feel like you need to do any of that mm. anymore but I'm saying that I probably would have gotten my whole face done by now if I wasn't with someone who made me feel beautiful yeah does that make sense yeah and it's because for women especially like our worth is put into if a man can love you and we're told this every fucking day because it's like the nuclear family um like you can't afford to rent a one bed unless you have a partner 
So you get you actually get punished for being single anyway. Um, now, guys, I'm lucky. I actually am engaged, if you didn't know. So uh, sorry about you, all you singletons out there listening. No, no. <laughs> Rub it in my face, yeah, I don't you? But like, I... If you're able to love yourself without putting all the tan on, the bleach and all that mm-hmm. shit, you will never have a problem ever again. Because now that I'm like leaky nipples growing so much every day, fart, farting. <laughs> oh, oh no. Jace, sorry, as well, when you are pregnant, you get like re- random symptoms. So I got a heat rash in between my tits, like red, burny, peely skin. And then it started happening on my vagina. Oh, no. Yeah. So. Not not only that, it's mortifying, horrible, uncomfortable, itchy. Yeah, I have to get Jason to look at it, and it's like if he can love, you know what I mean. And I, it's never even que- it's never even a question. I'm not like, oh, I no, I need to hide myself because I want you to have sexy, wexy time with me. No, no like we have a child on the yeah, way. You know, you're bound to me for life. But it's like. I'm so comfortable in my skin. I'm literally like, will you look in my asshole? Jason has literally seen shit around my bum hole before. (laughs) (laughs) But that... (laughs) So now I'm like, I never need the whole like, oh, if I put tan on, I feel good about myself. Because I've worked so much on myself, I know that that won't even make me feel better. Mm. You know when you feel so shit and you put on a full face of makeup and it makes you feel worse? Yeah. It's because you haven't done the groundwork. Like That's just a quick solution, but you need to put the groundwork in, which is like speaking gentle, compassionate, kind words to yourself, which Mm. is hard work. It is really, really hard work. But you just need to be like my mom. Take a photo, (laughs) selfie, print it out, put it in frame. Hang it up in your bedroom. <laughs> and stand in front of the mirror every day and say, fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Like, how could you hate yourself if you're standing... Because you know your subconscious can't tell the difference between the truth and a lie. So, like, if someone tells you a lie, saying, say, if your boyfriend, for example, was telling you you're ugly and fat every day, you'd start to believe it. Even if you, were, if you were gorgeous and skinny. Mm. Because your subconscious is literally, like, internalizing that and telling yourself it. Mm. So, if you look in the mirror and you're like, I look horrible, I need to get this, I'm never going to be loved if blah, blah, blah. The bottom line is you always feel those things because you don't think you're worthy enough to be loved if unless you reach these goals where that's obviously not true. So if you tell yourself these things in the mirror, you'll start to believe them. And then lo and behold, like people are more attracted to you if you are confident anyway. Yeah, that's definitely a thing of like confidence is so attractive. Yeah, I feel like I was. Yeah, I feel like I've always been quite confident. But since meeting you, Ellie and Siosha, obviously, especially you, the that like you guys cracked me in that sense like I'm like now I'll post whatever I want I won't think about it again and obviously it's not all about Instagram but it's like I don't wear like full faces of makeup but I probably used to but like you guys are just like I remember like when you guys were going on a night out you probably wouldn't even put makeup on mm. and you just like stroll out and I'd be like oh my god if they can do it I can do it so like when I was surrounding myself with people as well who made me feel good about myself that's when I started to feel more confident and like I was, and then also as well, you guys are so like, yes, bitch, yes, you're so sexy. And it's like, if you're constantly hearing that from your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, like, it doesn't have to be your family. But if you're constantly hearing that as well, it's so much easier to say that to yourself in the mirror. Like, nowadays, like, I would be like, oh, my God, I look so good there. Like, you know the way I'd send you a photo or you'd send me a photo and be like, we look so good there. <laughs> like, oh, my God. But like... I would I have ever done that when you first met me no, no I'd be embarrassed yeah like I was so embarrassed I was like oh my god no like yeah, people in Ireland feel ashamed to like like themselves mm, I feel like yeah or just admit when they feel nice about yeah. themselves we always have to be self-deprecating yeah I remember like um this girl was like oh yeah like uh, back then put the posh emer and I was like, what do you mean posh emer? And then she like called me a hipster. She called me hipster emer. This is no. to, to JJ. He was like, oh, back then like posh emer, but now she's hipster emer. And I was like, no, back then self-conscious emer. Sorry, back then you were probably a fucking teenager. Literally like what are you talking? Like old. everyone's like, oh, you wore Hollister pants and a bodycon dress. It's like, that was the style when we were 15. Yeah. That's not posh. Like that was just the style. But it's just so funny. It's like hipster emer. No, it's actually emer who has confidence and is so much more comfortable in her own skin. Mm. But like, I like say, for example, back then we would be wearing mountains of makeup. We would be like, wearing, but like that was a style as well. Like, I don't think I was severely, severely insecure when it came to makeup as such back then. But like now it's like, 
I'm not hipster emer. I'm just like more comfortable in my own skin because I'm surrounding myself with people who make me feel good about myself. Back then I wasn't really. Mm. I didn't feel that com- comfortable in my own skin. I always felt like I was kind of different to my like they like I still love them all like but they I just felt like I was very different. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I like, like the the same style as them or, but then when I started like hanging around with different people and realized that like, oh, like say for example, me and you, like we dress like in like baggy jeans, you wouldn't have to wear like tied up your arse jeans for people to be like, you look so good. Mm. Like, it's kind of like with tracksuit bottoms, like me and you would wear tracksuit bottoms out and you'd still rock them. Yeah. We'd find a way to rock them and people would compliment you being like, oh, you look so good now. But like back then it was, I felt like you had to be a certain way for to get validation from people. But yeah. again, coming back to the way of like, if you're surrounding yourself with people who are telling you that you're great, just like you guys did with me, then I was like, fuck it. Like I'll go out in a pair of tracks and bottoms and I'll feel great about myself. Mm. Do you know? It's because we have more to offer, especially on a night out. I know when I'm single, I'm literally like, you know, you're looking over your shoulder, think, or you know, our boys, <laughs> our people, our people, our people are looking. Do I look okay? But like, and then you have to get really, really drunk to stop thinking that way, and you end up not having a good night because mm. you were so conscious of what people thought of you, or just based on your looks. Whereas nobody cares, like literally mm. nobody cares. Like I wouldn't want to get with a guy who only cared about what he looked and had nothing to offer and was not giving me good convo. No, like any jokes going? No, no. Give it up. No, give it up, Susan. Um. <laughs> so like you have to, guys. You have to. You know personality is what you have to work on and but your looks are the least interesting thing about you Mm, I know it's just and I always think about it as well like obviously with girls imagine how hard it is for lads like we can get the filler and we can get everything we can get the extensions yeah and it's just like what like what can the lads do nothing so personality is like really yeah the key to everything I mean obviously lads can get filler if they want to like I'm not judging I'm not judging but it's like the girls, you know, we have we can hide behind so much. Mm. And but that's because that's expected of us, though. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Uh, and I, I see these TikToks sometimes and it's like uh, guys interviewing guys. It's like, what do you look for in a woman? And they're like, oh, I love a blonde, blue eyes. And then they interview women. And it's like, I love someone who's, you know, respectful and kind to me. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood types. I just don't get it. Like in yeah. the sense that like. When people are like, I only really like blonde people. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, what? what does that mean? Like when someone's like, oh, I like, I love like a guy with like, like dirty blonde hair. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> like you, you are aiming. So you're going out on a night out looking for a guy with dirty blonde hair. But it's probably because they have one person in mind when they're saying that. Yeah, 100%. And it's not actually, maybe they're just trying to fill the void of that person. Yeah, 100%. You know, you know what I mean? Oh, girls are so complicated like that, aren't they? Girls, oh my God, would they ever take a day off? Take a day girls off. Girls are, are they nipples? They're my nipples, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pre-pregnancy, I just so everyone remembers. And I was like, my, my eyesight isn't the best at the moment. And I was like... Surely that are they nipples? I was yeah. like, no, and I was like, of course it is nipples. Of course it is. Like and I you have, have to get a bigger canvas now for your nipples now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, my nipples bigger than that canvas. That is there right now. Your new nipples now. My new nipples. Your new nipples will not fit on that canvas. Guys, I'd love if I could put my nipple as the thumbnail of this oh, podcast. Would, would they get, know? Like on <laughs> that would it be deleted? It yeah, be deleted. it would be deleted. But like I have two two big portraits of my bot naked body in my bedroom. Is that you that's me no and the, the other one is actually a life drawing of my body oh that one my like god yeah um and the tits look great yeah they look fine but it's so nice as well when cora comes in and she's like are they your breasts <laughs> and i'm like yeah and then she goes and what's that called again and i was like do you want the medical name or like what you you call it she goes well i say privates oh. yeah and it's like she's so it's so cute and she she's interested when you're naked as well so hopefully she grows up now as well, just being comfortable in her body. Because yeah. I always pull on my top and I'm like, look how big my belly is. Oh. She's like, there's a baby in there. <laughs> does she understand it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, she does. She gets it. She does. She's like, I'm going to be an auntie, but I want her to be my sister. Oh. Oh my God, Cora's such a young auntie. Yeah, Oh six. my God. I know, Queen. Oh my God. Queen. I love that. But I love how as well in that painting, the stomach isn't completely... Like, it's not, like, oh, yeah. skinny. That's why I, co- I commissioned her. Um, and, like, the, the boobs aren't equal either. They're uneven. Oh, no. Like, I, I sent her... The boobs are uneven. I th- yeah, my left one's bigger. 
And my left nipple is way bigger as well. But that's it, it was accentuated more when I got pregnant. Like really? it's not that noticeable when I'm not pregnant, but now it's obviously like one is way more full of milk than the other. Oh my god. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's why I commissioned her because she she does the paintings um like a normal body type. Yeah, that's stunning. I love that painting. Um, it's really, really nice. Yeah. That's so nice as well for Cora to come in and see that. Yeah. Because if it was like as what we were seeing when we were younger, this is why Kardashians I'm sorry, back then, like back then when they first came out, yeah. like Chloe Kardashian, mm. I was like, love. Yeah. Because she wasn't stick she was like thin normal, and like they yeah. were like normal size and I found that they kind of like normalized that. Mm. So I loved seeing that type of stuff. Nowadays, like obviously they're all, no, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's so bad, so bad. Yeah. But it's so nice when you see like bigger people on TV and like people who have a little bit of a belly but don't care to hide it. Mm. So it's so nice that that is like, not stick thin because it's a painting of course you can make it fucking stick thin if you wanted to yeah i love how there's like a little bit of roundiness to the belly yeah like the the pouch thing that girls are so obsessed with getting rid of like mm. you can't because that is your womb that's, like that's where your womb is recently yeah. i only learned that recently like when i was going through my phase when i was genuinely borderline like i wouldn't i wouldn't say I'm, i was anorexic but i was like getting there like very like but it was a very slow process but I was getting there like and then it got to a point where like none of my clothes were fitting like I was so so skinny and it was the fucking pouch that I never realized was my womb yeah I didn't I didn't know that I wasn't taught that I had no idea and I was like well once this is gone I'll be happy yeah but of course it would never leave the pouch never never leaves and yeah you see these girls and you're like the long torsoed girls that don't have the pouch. I'm like, oh, so jealous. It's because it's hiding in their bum. It's hiding in their bum. Yeah. Their front bum. If they have a... No, not in their front bum. If you have a really long torso, like, you have more room for your organs to be. Sorry. So that's yeah. why it's, like, it's hidden in your bum, basically. Like my, my torso's tiny. Yeah. So, like, you ha- it's all squished. Yeah. My like, all my tiny. organs now are up, up uh, below my lungs. Like, my intestines and stuff are above my womb. Mm. But you, so they're all moving you around. Pouch? Yeah, sure, of course I yeah, did. But it's just mad, like, when I see some girls who don't have the pouch, I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. But now I think it's so, the pouch is so in. Yeah, it's so, it's so in. So in. But you know, it's also in right now, and I'm really mad about it. Meat eating. Uh, have you noticed? Yeah, everyone does. Everyone eats, everyone eats meat now. I know, no one gives a, <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Like, literally, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I, I like, I'm genuinely half the people I know are like oh yeah I used to be vegan but I eat meat again yeah. and I'm like okay so the trend has stopped yeah I'm like when did the stop why did I not get the memo <laughs> you didn't DM me <laughs> but like now I'm more niche do you know what I mean does that make me more unique yeah oh no definitely more new- more unique like when I I stopped eating meat now I'm pescatarian so I eat fish um, but I stopped eating it when I was 8 years old so like think of me going to parties when I was a baby like, being, like it was always like she doesn't eat meat. And they'd be like, do you want a ham sandwich? Yeah. You'd have a ham sandwich. Yeah. Like, I'm, would you eat chicken? Yeah, would you eat chicken, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd have a McDonald's burger. Yeah. But like, I like, no. And I was so like, so what's the word? Like stern. I was yeah. like, no. I was, I watched an episode of The Simpsons when I was eight. And, like I'd say my parents were like, wish. We never showed her that. But it's when Lisa like, became a yeah. vegetarian. And um, nowadays I find it so weird that everyone's stopped eating meat because there's so much alternatives now. There's yeah. so many. It's so much easier to it's be a vegetarian. Like so even when I went dairy free, the only thing I had was soy milk and it was literally so disgusting. Oh. It was horrible. No vegan cheeses, like nothing. And it was like hard to find soy milk as well. We had to go to particular supermarkets to get it. Mm. Um, but but the oat, there's the oat milks now. Oh, Wait, yeah. why did you have to only have so- soy milk? Because I'm allergic they, they, I didn't have they didn't the have option. Oat, they oat. didn't have oat milk. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah but now ever it's it's trendy to have an oat milk. Oh yeah, sure. No one's eat, no one's drinking milk. dairy. Yeah, you offered me oat milk earlier, and I was like, okay, <laughs> queen. <laughs> like who's drinking dairy these days? Oh, so old fashioned. But do, have you noticed that? Like, so I got my belly button pierced the other day, re-pierced. And I looked, so uh, Shun got her belly button done and she was like, oh, I looked up because I had it done before and then I thought it made me look fat. And I was like, oh, like I'm going to take it out because it was like, I felt like it just made me look really fat. So I took it out and then Shun was like, no, I looked it up. And apparently if you get your belly button pierced uh, and you wear like something like cute in it, that like you're drawn to looking at the belly button piercing. So you're not looking at the like the outside of it does that make sense so I'm looking it up and I'm like oh my god Lindsay Lohan Paris Hilton with their lovely like 
pouches. They had pouches back then. Yeah. Lovely pouches, tracksuit bottoms, and a lovely dangly belly button piercing. Like, I'm feeling way more confident with this belly button <laughs> piercing. But the pouch is something that, like, I was like, I'm never, like, I'm never going to get rid of, so I'm just going to work it. Mm. I'm going to own it. Yeah. Dangly belly button piercing. Love. And, like... Having to, you know, when you were younger and you, uh, lower eyes was in, so you'd have to sit up so straight oh and suck in constantly. Like, so I love a bit of slouching. So I love bad. a bit of slouching. Like, I'm slouching right now. My tits are so heavy. Like, I'm just not doing it. Are they just like resting on your belly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're probably leaking yeah. like right now. Oh, no. Yeah, it's going to leak probably through them. No, it doesn't smell like anything, but I think it might. Like, if it lingered there for a while, it probably would start to smell. It's kind of like this. Is it kind of like the smell that, like, if you got a piercing? No, no. Okay. No, no, no. That's I think I, I think that's what imagine. everyone everyone's expecting. That yeah. no, it doesn't. And I had one of my nipples pierced before, and apparently it like squirts then out of three holes, because that the one I had pierced that's the one where it started leaking at first. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I didn't see it come out of my nipple. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But so I don't know if it's coming out the sides. But surely it's closed up. I don't know. No, I was scared. I was scared up. that I wasn't going to be able to breastfeed out of that tit because I got it pierced. But do you know what I learned the other day? Yes. You know your fallopian tubes aren't attached to your ovaries. They're floating on top. Oh so God. if you lose one of your ovaries, your fallopian tube moves around. Just, it moves to the other just, side. It's just floating around. Floating around. I'd it floats to around. Take, like a, a a class with you, and you can just teach me everything. Like I'm gonna go home, and I'm gonna be like, I think I feel my fallopian tube floating around, even though I have both my ovaries. Like I'd love to like sit down with you and you explain everything to me, like fully. Sex class with Keelan. Oh my god, sex class with me. No, no. Remember, I thought in the last podcast, I was like, I thought I was pregnant when I was fourteen because I used the same towel as my dad. <laughs> you for pictures of your granny oh Barry did oh Barry no. did he was like real or didn't happen and I was like she looks like a corpse with the wig on <laughs> he was like oh my god this is the best thing I've ever oh seen oh my god I when I listen back to the podcast I honestly was on the bus like pissing myself nearly crying laughing just thinking about the fact that I thought she had one leg <laughs> telling people like you know Keelan's granny only has one leg full-on made a rumor about your granny like <laughs> violence oh my god no, but good thing is about room, when you hear a rumor about yourself, you just go with it. Oh, so God. Good. especially sorry you, Ellie and Saoirse. Like you guys are so funny. Like you would make up a rumor about yourself <laughs> yeah, and yeah. be like, "Oh, did you hear Kila Moncrief is drinking when she's pregnant?" <laughs> like, if the, like sorry, if that was anyone else, you'd be freaked. But yeah. you're like, yeah. Now I know that you spoke about it in the last podcast. You're like, I'm paranoid about that. Yeah. But like, I, I'm not that exact one because obviously mm. you don't want people to think that you've been drinking being <laughs> pregnant. But like with other things, you'd be so like chill about it. Like you wouldn't. But I guess as well, you doing YouTube is, you know, helped a lot with your image of yourself too because mm. you're putting yourself out there and then like you're always going to get a hate comment. Oh yeah, constantly. If I... Now... Oh my god, I'm gonna say this and someone's gonna start commenting on my Instagram. Like, no. if I got a hate comment, you know me. Like, yeah, I'd yeah. be so obsessed. Like, I'd be crippled. Yeah. No. If sorry, if someone gave you a hate comment, it, that would make that would make me really upset. Yeah. Like, I would so get I would get really really upset. Like, if any someone someone messaged Jason like something cheeky the, the other day, and I let you. They were just like, because you know the way he's a hashtag influencer now? Yeah, yeah. So he did a spawn with uh, Zalando. Love. Yeah. Love. But like, I did a sponsorship with Zalando before. So I know they're a good company. They offset their carbon emissions when you uh, d- get something ordered off them. They have a sustainability section where like everything is low, like carbon neutral or close to it. So I knew that it was a good thing to work because they're working towards more sustainable options. Mm. Someone literally just c- c- texts him and goes, is this not fast fashion like Shein? It's like, how can you how can you actually compare something to Shein, like the fastest growing fast fashion company in the whole world? It's like people are literally so dumb. It's like, can you not, can you just educate yourself? And it's like, oh, or when people used to text me being like plastic straw, do you know what I mean? Oh my God, give over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like someone texted Jason something cheeky like that. Or if like he put up a TikTok and someone left a hate comment being like, oh, what a soy boy. Did did it bother him though? No, 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 it, it, no, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't bother him at all, but I'm like, I think like, it's because he's around you though, like, yeah. like say for example, like me and JJ are quite anxious people in that sense, like I, like I, we hate conflict and we hate anything, like you guys own us, like you guys would like own conflict, if yeah. that makes sense, like you'd laugh it off, mm. like I'm not saying conflict, not as if like we don't ever get into conflict <laughs> with other people, imagine, it. hate, hate comments on me and JJ, yeah. well, <laughs> 
<laughs> well, um, but I definitely like if I was to get a hate comment, I'd like literally be thinking about it all night. Like I put up an Instagram the other day and I it was like a picture of me picking my nose and I had to delete it. And I never do that, but I had to delete it because I was so paranoid that people were thinking that I was actually picking my nose. Like, <laughs> ah, Emer, I know, I know, I know. But that's like. I obviously hadn't seen people in a while or something. I needed yeah. a bit of like... Yeah. You're at home lo- alone too I long. I must have been at home too long. You're like, Lily, what do you think of this picture? What do you think of this picture? She was like, Meow. My cat talks to me, like full on talks Sorry, to me. Sorry, I was in Emer's house yesterday and Emer goes, do you want your yummy? Like as her, as in her food. And she goes, Meow. back to her. <laughs> and then she did it, I, like she did it again. She was like, do you want your food? And she goes, Meow. like she full on. And Keelan was like, does she always do this? And I was like, oh, fully. Like I fully tell her what your mom said. <laughs> I was told my mom. My mom hates cats, but I was like, you know, Emer's cat was talking to her. She goes, Jesus fucking Christ! (laughs) I think your mom with the whole cat situation is just like she hates. She hates. You know that we played the the, there's this thing called the name game where everyone writes down five names, you throw them into a bowl, and then you're in a team and you have to describe the person. So the other person has to guess who it is. Yeah. Was that too is fast? That, is that like the sticking thing? It's on it's the, head? the same thing with yeah, the sticker yeah, thing yeah. in the head. Yeah, yeah. So my mom wrote down one and she wrote down Missy Moo in brackets, who I want to strangle. <laughs> yeah. She didn't. Yeah. Who I want to strangle. What? Okay, so that's, intense. That's a bit far. Yeah, that's that's so, oh my god, she, never let me But leave. like apparently when I'm not around, she's like, someone should have put that cat down. Oh my god. Yeah. No, but she's gonna get hate comments now. No, she's gonna get a hate comment now. No, no. <laughs> my mom with the hate comments. Oh my god, she would set so- No, like if someone was ever mean to me earlier, Saoirse, oh my god, she would actually you know, she like threatened a few good few people when we were kids. Oh, like, I wouldn't be surprised. She, she like, threatened she was that man oh. to like pull a kid the kid aside and be like, You know, <laughs> no, it was to the parents. Oh my god. Yeah, I to the parents. So. She's like, see you, you fucking frigid bitch. <laughs> where i get it from i'm just like uh, yeah. like on the, on defense mode i literally would like kill anyone i'm so jealous though because like honestly i would love to have that that i feel like it's not something you can't get it overnight but you can build towards it but it's something that like i'm always gonna be this way do you mm. know i'm i'm always gonna be an anxious person to an extent not to like i'm not gonna be i like say for example i'm not gonna be like like shivering with anxiety every day all the time for the rest of my life but i feel like are you you're not you're not an anxious person no you're not not. no and i'm really anxious now that i'm pregnant Mm. but i i I just think that's my hormones and it's really frustrating it's horrible it's really horrible being inside of you yeah like (laughs) i mean that's anxiety in itself like imagine like someone opening the door like you'd be anxious that someone's gonna hit the door off your stomach or something so that's that that's completely normal but i feel like um my anxiety probably will never go away, but mm. it definitely has bettered since I've started to love myself. Mm. Do you know, it's like it's not, there's no worse feeling than getting up and being like, I hate myself. And I think a lot of girls have like experienced that, but I think it's so interesting that you haven't, mm. which is like fascinating to me because yeah. it's like a lot of the people that I've been around like since like I was younger like everyone's kind of experienced that in some way so it's so nice to hear someone who hasn't gone through that mm. you know it's 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 refreshing well I, as well I don't want I'd never think I'm like I'm a realist with how I look I'm mm. never like I'm hotter than all of these people or like mm. I'm so 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 good looking mm. but I know that I'm beautiful to get a, get along and I also know I'm not hot enough to just be used for my looks too so yeah. I'm like the sweet spot in between where I value myself a lot and I really respect myself and I want myself to do well yeah because in the there's this like pyramid called um the Maslow uh, hierarchy of needs where it's like a theory of human motivation and the top of the tier is self-actualization which is basically getting fulfillment and like feeling fulfilled every day but if you don't have the lower tiers you can never reach that mm-hmm. and I think one of them is actually I could be making it up but I think one of them is self-esteem and liking yourself so you actually can't reach the top or like feel fulfilled if you don't respect yourself enough to allow yourself to feel fulfilled in the first place Mm. the intelligence thing really struck a chord with me just there and I've been thinking it ever since because like when I was in school because I'm so dyslexic like severely dyslexic Mm. like like so bad that like I have dyslexia and dyscalculia so 
like uh intelligence was never a thing for me like mm-hmm. no one would ever be like oh my god like you're so intelligent mm-hmm. and throughout school like teachers would call me stupid girls in my ear would literally i'm not messing talk about me behind my back being like like she is doing foundation level maths like oh my god like how embarrassing like what like i remember one girl was like what is he even gonna do when she leaves school like that bad like Aww. people were so horrible so i feel like the whole looks thing was so it was the, it was the number one thing that I had going for me in my head because I was like well no one's telling me that I'm intelligent and no one's telling me that you know um say for example like the conversations obviously I do think I'm intelligent in some way but like not mm. I'm not book smart I'm not academic in any way and I'm street smart <laughs> you know when people say that they're like I'm not book smart I'm street smart yeah 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 but uh but like you're emotionally intelligent and you're really kind to people like that is the sort of intelligence it's just not valued in the school system mm, that's so. I, I think but yeah school was definitely fucked me up in that sense mm. like being told you're stupid by people who are meant to be teaching you things yeah it's like fucking, I get, that's atrocious like so teachers bad. are on a power trip now that's this could be a whole other podcast oh, because i have yeah. a bone to pick with <laughs> teachers and, and uh, the education system as a whole absolutely and you know what as well i've tattooed a lot of teachers like just you know normally mm. and i've kind of gone wow if only we had this is another thing going back to our old podcast mm. of like the generations changing like the teachers are so much more nice like so so much more yeah. nice so the intelligence k- kicking in there <laughs> so so much like more understanding and yeah. like i don't know now obviously they're not in teacher mode when i'm tattooing them but i can sense that like wow, I'm sure a student actually could go and speak to you. And it's like this whole new generation of like young teachers that are going in and they're like taking their experiences from school and like using it in like a positive way. Mm. Because I feel like everyone's had some form of bad experience in school with a teacher. Like that's inevitable. Like you can't go into school and every single teacher love you. But I feel like now if I was in school it probably would have been a lot better because people are way more understanding. And even when it came to, like, dyslexia and stuff like that, like, Mm. people didn't really give a shit about dyslexia. Like, it's not something that, like, people care about. But when you are dyslexic and you don't know that you are, you're sitting behind everyone going, why am I so stupid? Like, you're constantly being like, oh, my God, I don't want to start crying. Oh, no, I'm going to start crying now. Yeah, it's just, like, people used to be like, oh, Emer is so stupid, like, all the time. And now those people are coming to get tattoos from me and paying me and fucking, you know, mm. paying me my wages. And I'm like, the fact that people back then used to, like, I would never turn around to someone and say, you're stupid. It's horrible. It's horrible. Mm. Like, when you're told that from such a young age, it's so hard to ever you know think differently of yourself Mm. like I make jokes about myself all the time being like oh I'm so stupid but I actually do think it but like being again around people like you and like Ellie and Kim and Sam and stuff who are like it's nothing about intelligence or academically intelligent nowadays it's all about you know you love me for being kind or funny or something Mm. but I feel like kids back in the day like our generation when we were in school weren't really it wasn't based around that yeah you know what I mean you're academic sorry I'm going into a whole new other topic but it's like that's like a huge thing of where all my insecurities sprung from Mm. was being told I was stupid and then people were like oh my god you're so pretty I love your hair and I was like okay well people at least people think I'm pretty yeah. Do you know, and you, you feel like you have to keep up this beauty standard then because you don't have anything else going for you or you're told you don't have anything else going for you. I can't believe I started crying fucking again. Sick of this shit. <laughs> this is going to like therapy. I know. It's and, so it's and it's, it's free. free. And it's free. And it's <laughs> free. I always feel like I've done a therapy session after your eyes were welling up. Yeah, well. they were. <laughs> they were. Maybe we should just change the podcast saying cry babies. <laughs> That's all we are. Cry babies. Oh, God. But we don't cry often. No, but you need a good cry, you girls. You need a good I, cry. I'm a big advocate for a big cry. You need to have a big cry constant. Oh, yeah. Like, I sometimes think about craw- crawling up all over me. and uh, sp- Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit it. Will I just end it? Guys, don't tell anyone. Wait, don't repeat it. Fuck. Anyway, I think about baby. And... Uh, I'm like, oh my God, like she's going to love me so much. I'm going to love her so much. And I don't want anything bad to happen to her. And I just bawl my eyes out. Yeah. Just in the middle of the day, I could be oh, sitting on the bus and I'm just like, 
you know, and it feels so good. It's it so does. cathartic and therapeutic. Yeah, do you have so, the sunglasses on? So, no. You're just crying. No, I'm just free flow crying. Oh my God. I, sometimes I like walk around town. If I'm going to meet Jason, there's like tears streaming down my face, but I have a smile <laughs> on my face. People are probably like, what is wrong with her? I'm recently ta- like really triggered by old people at the moment. <laughs> Wait, what? Meaning I... St- I start crying when I see old people on their own. Oh, That's what oh, I meant. Oh. Like, uh, recently, like, I'm getting... Because I have, like, this, like, fear all of a sudden. And it's definitely going towards my OCD. Because it's, like, a, it's like an obsession that I have right now. And I'm thinking about my parents getting old. And now oh. I'm seeing old people eating on their own. And, like, I am bawling. Yeah. Looking at them. And then I'll think about them for the rest of the day. Yeah. It's so weird. But, like, I would have a cry like that. Mm. Because I lo- I'm always wearing my sunnies, girls. Like, I'll always have the sunnies on. But, like, I'd have... I would cry in public like that. But I would never just sit on the bus. Like, like you just said, oh, free for all crying. No, it's like, you know, free bleeding. Where you don't wear a pad or tampon. Oh, you're just bleeding around. So I free cry. It's like, free cry. <laughs> Sorry, imagine me doing free, free bleeding. Oh, no. <laughs> there wouldn't be... A, no, an unstained piece of clothing. Tsunami <laughs> hitting Ireland. <laughs> Dublin. Full on tsunami. It would literally be like a crime scene. Oh, so bad. Like, oh my god, my period girls. That's why that's why I went on the pills so young as well, because I got I got two periods a month. So Oh my god. Yeah. Next stop endometriosis clinic. Yeah. Get your smear test, You're, girls. We didn't do the medium or the smear <laughs> test. Did, no. any, did they did they reply? No. It's apparently it's bad luck to do when you're pregnant because a spirit can attach to the unborn child. Oh, you're fucking joking. I know. So we can go for something else though, like a psychic a, a psychic reading a and not reading. Um yeah, a tarot reading. Someone who doesn't contact spirits. Yeah, okay, fine. We'll do that then. Yeah. We'll do a tarot reading. Yeah, for, yeah, the yeah, next, yeah. for the next podcast. Yeah. Okay. I'll end it now. That Jesus, that was very long. Okay, bye guys.